0: Welcome, Xbox Nation, to this week's new episode of X-Vlog Live. I am your host, Mr. Boomstick XL, and you just saw me moments ago talking about the big news of the day uh, that uh, Bethesda Proper has announced that both Redfall and the most anticipated IP for Bethesda Softworks uh, in um, Starfield well, they're, folks, they're being delayed until twenty, the middle of 2023. Uh, today, I am very privileged to hang out and have here, uh, making his, I think, fourth or fifth, maybe even his sixth appearance, maybe. Joe, former 343 <laughs> developer who worked on, by the way, Halo Infinite, and released an absolutely astounding indie game last year known as Song of Iron absolutely fantastic work one of my favorites of last year for sure actually got into my top 10 of all games released, and it's not just me being biased it's in fact the game was really good joe
1: what's going on brother welcome back hey man uh thank you so much for having me it's great to be back uh tons of stuff is going on not just the news i'm very busy but i'm having a good time doing what i'm doing so uh yeah but happy to be here it's good take a break and just talk games (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, and that's what we're going to get into, folks. Obviously, we are. This this is a this is a very small show. Sixty minutes occasionally goes a little bit longer. You know, seventy minutes. Today, what we're going to do is going to be broken up into two conversations. The first conversation is Joe has been nice enough to uh, to sit down not only here but he's going to be talking about what happens to a team's mentality. Uh, when this kind of announcement comes you know again we have to remember that developers are human beings folks they 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 care about their product just as much as we do uh, and we're going to get his point of view and perspective of what happens to the morale of the team when a, when a, when when a big anticipated new ip a triple-a experience like bethesda is going to be delivering in both redfall and um and, and starfield is announced for a delay. Uh, do, is there a sigh of relief? Or are, are, because are they? Are, you know, because obviously we know Microsoft has been very forward, uh, f- front facing with uh, with uh, crunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't. They don't. They don't appreciate it, and they don't want it. They want people to come in. They want them to do their their eight hour you know shift and, and make the game and not be crunch. And some people uh, li- li- think that crunch is necessary. I, I don't. Um, I think that you want to make the game the best game you could make, and sometimes you got to put the extra time in. But for in some other places which will name uh, we'll, we'll, which will remain nameless, Crunch was a thing. And mm-hmm. it was expected that you were just going to do it. And that's not the way that Microsoft does their business. And I have a strong suspicion that, you know with Covid still an issue, that probably has led to this delay. Uh, Maybe they couldn't get things done, and maybe at the end of the day, they felt that the product was not going to be up to standard, and they wanted to release a game uh, that is flawless. Now, I'm not going to sit here and make excuses for anyone. (laughs) I've already said what my piece. I'm incredibly disappointed. And I've said in the earlier show that the the announcement of the delay, that's disappointing. I just thought it could have been uh, announced better. Uh, and and it wasn't it was actually just kind of like hey here's a thumbnail we're delayed we're sorry and we'll we'll we'll, you know we'll show you gameplay soon to me that's that's not good enough Uh, you owe it to your fans to get out there and you know speak speak to us speak to me as a consumer as a fan and they needed to do that and they didn't uh but listen joe I want to get I want to get your perspective, uh, but before we do, I kind of want people who don't know who I know you personally, and it's been an absolute honor and a pleasure to get to know you. Where I consider you to be a friend outside of the business, give the people uh, you know just a, a, a hot idea of what your development uh, you know prior games come from. Where where, where, where did you start your development
1: uh, in video games, and and where are you yeah. at now? yeah I've been um thanks boom I I mean I've been working for like 15 plus years now in this in the industry and I started on Big Buck Hunter which is uh, a real fun one if you've seen it at a bar probably um you know uh, Big Buck Hunter is a very popular game. it's very popular yeah it's like number two of, of that kind of genre of stuff so that's where I started and then Uh, From there, I went through MMOs at Cryptic Studios and did um, or not City of Heroes, but Champions, which is sort of the spiritual successor and Neverwinter Online. And then uh, from there, I went up to Seattle to work on Halo. And I did Halo 5, Halo Infinite. And um, just before Infinite launched, I I left and then uh, did Song of Iron. And I was an animator at all those studios and then uh, was lead on Infinite for the for the enemies for all the enemy character animation. And then uh, I bounced and I did Song of Iron, which was my first solo project an indie game. And and that was a blast to work on. That's the very fast clip notes. (laughs) No, no, it's, it's, you know, what, what I
0: love about what you're saying is it does paint the picture that you have worked on monster top uh monster ips Mm -hmm. and you you, you've taken what you've known and what you've learned and and grown over the years as as a as a developer to now want to push forward with your own game which of course was song of iron uh which was a phenomenal game if you missed it
1: uh you.
0: you know you can find that game on steam you can find it on xbox i highly recommend it i thought it was absolutely fantastic very similar to like a metrovania ish kind of game um, and one that was certainly worth your time and your hard earned dollar. But what I want to talk about with you, Joe, is, mm-hmm. you know, from a developer's point of view, what that that that's a point of view that a lot of podcasters don't have a chance to, uh, to talk about, to get a mm-hmm. developer on that's willing to open up about that, you know, working for a big studio. And yeah. I I'm, I'm interested. I know that you you don't you, you didn't work with Bethesda, but but you can at least talk about it from a, a a a developer's perspective when you have a game that you're working on and you worked on a big game Halo Infinite which you see on your screen right in front of you. Um and uh it's it, it's you you're putting your heart and soul into this because you know that uh the community wants it. But more so you're also doing it from a fan's point of view. You've played Halo as a fan before you worked with the studio, Mm -hmm. and you want to be a part of this legacy. You want to be a part of this history that you helped bring the next iteration of this franchise to fruition. And I'm interested to know that when a a publisher, like a Microsoft or Bethesda, uh, you know, the the, the powers that be uh, all decide, hey, listen, you know, we're just not going to be able to make this deadline. We're not going to be able to get make this game right without launching with a ton of bugs. What 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 goes through the 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 team's feeling? Is it a sigh of relief that hey, listen, you know, now we can kind of take our time to deliver what we what we envision this game to be, mm-hmm. or is there is there is or do do people do does is there is the uh, air in a room taken out when a delay? comes uh, the way of, of something like a Starfield?
1: Honestly, I think that the, all the developers, everybody, the boots on the ground, if you will, um, are probably a huge sigh of relief, would be my guess. Um, you sort of, like any studio is built on a few layers, right? It's sort of the people making it, all the artists, the designers, all that stuff. You get management and then you get like the studio head and then they go to Microsoft. And i I guarantee if the delay is because they needed to fix something or some like major problem like was there that the management was like trying to not see it and the developers were all screaming at them that they need more time to build the game the way that they're being asked to so when you get a delay like this it's just like the biggest relief because you now can spend this time fixing and doing building things the right way Um, especially like with infinite for example they that year delay right that was such a like such a blessing to the developers because it it's so nice to just have this massive stretch of time to then build things the right way with um with like cyberpunk where they delayed it like 2 weeks every 2 weeks for like a year it felt like <laughs> like that's that is not good for developers because you get asked to like fix this thing, but you have a day. So you do it the, the way you do it to make it work in a day, but it's gonna be hacky. And then they go, oh, it's not quite working. Here, spend one more day, but you've already gone down this path. And so it's nice to get these big chunks of time so you can do the solution that takes you a week to make, but it's a way better solution. Um, and that, that's just sort of like, is this thing that happens across the board. So I'm, I'm definitely willing to bet that for both teams um, of the, these delay announcements, that the developers are really happy, and the management is sort of having to be forced into doing this <laughs> in a way. Um, I guess.
0: Yeah, you know. I- And and that's, that's, that's great to hear because obviously you want to make a game. You want the game. Nobody, nobody, and and please, I'm, I'm only, uh, you know, throwing it out there. I'd like Mm -hmm. you to correct me if I'm wrong. There, there, there isn't a developer, big AAA, indie or anybody in between that wants to go out of their way to put out a bad product, right?
1: No, of course not. I mean, you know, there, there's sometimes where a situational, like the studio just needs to release the game and hopes that, what they kind of know is mediocre is good enough and maybe they'll get time to fix it that's gonna happen um but there's no developer that wants to do that you know everybody wants to finish finish the game so
0: yeah and 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 that makes perfect sense everybody wants to finish the game everybody wants their 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 enjoyment to be had by all Mm -hmm. nobody wants to go and look at meta and see that you know uh you know 18 of the other 22 reviews are all negative people yelling Mm -hmm. at them for not making the game that they thought that they wanted uh so i so it's safe to say that the delay is uh you know and again you, you know you go back to what you know uh um Miyamoto of Nintendo said, "Right, you know about mm-hmm. about a delayed, uh, a rushed, uh, you know, a, a rushed game is always bad, but a delayed game has a chance to be good, right? Yeah, and that yeah. and that's the truth. And again, I'm not going to sit here and suggest for a second that I'm not disappointed. I'm I'm, I'm incredibly disappointed. Oh, totally. Um, but yeah, and what the, what this does, unfortunately, is it kind of puts Microsoft in a bit of a of, of a pickle because what it does <laughs> is it really opens up a hole." for the remainder of twenty twenty two, which we don't know. Again, you know, the the, the four games that were uh, expected to release in the second half of the year, which is what they did last year with a lot of their big titles, was Starfield, was Redfall, was Deathloop, which was which was an uh you know an exclusive for PlayStation due to the licensing, and Motorsport. Which mm-hmm. motorsport we don't know anything at this point because they you know Turn Ten isn't talking about it, so we don't know if that is going to be delayed. We don't know if that is going to be announced at the at the at the big show as uh, yeah. This is the release date; it's coming in October, and they're good. Um, but you know, again, this does leave a bit of a hole. Uh, you know. A lot of a lot of people want to know, uh, Joe. Like, what 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 does Microsoft do? Uh what, what is it look look, I, I'll put it this way: Xbox Game Pass is at the center of mm-hmm. Xbox, right? It, it it has become as synonymous as the brand is itself. Yeah. Uh yeah. For, for a multitude of reasons. Um, obviously, Microsoft is trying to sell a service. In order to sell a service, uh to keep uh, uh current subscribers, you need uh you need content. Now, granted, this year they've been putting in, I mean, just just loading it with content so we can't complain that there's not a content but enough content coming into the service you're getting your money's worth there's no question but the thing that that we want to see microsoft do at least i want to see microsoft do is garner new new fans mm-hmm. fans that might have left the brand for sony and the playstation era uh when sony took the lead with uh with the playstation 4 regarding hardware uh mm-hmm. they you know they was a hundred dollars cheaper It was a bit more powerful. So Microsoft took it on the chin, and they lost a lot of people that were fans of the Xbox 360. They moved over to PS4. Um, With Game Pass and all of the 23 studios that Microsoft currently has, not counting what's going to come with Blizzard and Activision once that deal is done, potentially Mm -hmm. late this year, (laughs) early next year, uh, they're going to want to... um, garner new uh people coming into the platform and you do that usually by your first party offerings like if mm-hmm. Sony were to have put uh their services day and date they would have garnered a ton of new people subscribing simply because their first party games are legendary. I mean you can go back yeah. to as far yeah. as 2018, 2019, 2020 and it was just year after year after year of banger after banger, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and Microsoft kind of finds them in a bit of, finds themselves in a bit of a pickle because they you know their their biggest game Starfield is not there. Um, can you see Microsoft going out of their way to potentially make some big uh, some deals and third party to kind of you know get get the shine back Bush on, on them?
1: them? Yeah, I mean it would make sense to try to right to try to make just like it the it's it's the console of x y and z big kind of third-party games
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you know get some exclusive whatever stuff to it which is something that Sony I think has done really good at in the last yes. couple of years right they're pretty good at like being the console of Call of Duty or whatever that might be like and that really kind of like makes it seem like it's for if the the game's built for call for PlayStation or whatever instead of being on both um so that we could definitely play that game too or we the Xbox could definitely play that game too Um, and they should, I mean, it's, it's really unfortunate that they have a hole with this many studios, obviously a huge number of these studios are new, but there's 20 some studios. They have to be releasing big games every year, multiple big games every year. And, um, I mean, the delays are not fun, but I, you know, I think part of their problem that they need to work on is like building games more efficiently and better so that they don't have these delays you know yeah um, and it's so it's so easy to say but I being in around the industry like there's room for improvement of yeah. mm-hmm. efficiency there's no question about it there's so much wasted time and it's not like twiddling thumbs waste of time it's just sort of like I don't know bad development cycles and stuff and. Wasting time on bad ideas and all that kind of stuff, but. Well,
0: what, what are the things that have come up in many conversations? And again, I, I can't speak on it. I'm, I'm not a developer. I don't work for Microsoft. Um, management has come up quite frequently in many conversations when these kind of uh, of announcements come. I'm not saying that Sony doesn't get it, Nintendo doesn't get it. I mean, mm-hmm. for crying out loud, Nintendo put out a, yeah, where's a that thumbnail. <laughs> yeah, it <was> a Metroid <laughs> four, M- Metroid Prime 4 10,000 years ago, and the game yeah. is still nowhere to be found. So it it, it it's not exclusive to to, to Microsoft. No. It's it, it's not, it's it's all over the industry. Uh, good friend of the program, Eric the Red 06. He says to him, Forza Motorsport ain't gonna cut it. Uh, and 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 maybe it, and again he he's he's on to something and I say that Joe with respect mm-hmm. because for me I'm a Forza Horizon guy I'm mm-hmm. going to play the heck out of Forza Motorsport but I'm not a Sims guy so that's a very niche yeah, it, yeah. It, it 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 it's, it's a niche ratio it's gonna look great if it comes out this year it's good it's the new engine from Turn Ten mm-hmm. which we're all waiting to see which is gonna be incredible. Um, but it's, 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 it's a niche genre, not racing, but sim racing is mm-hmm. very niche. And that's not going to check, be a check mark off for a lot of people. Um, let's see. I had some, someone else said something pretty interesting. It might've been a super chat. Let me just see. Um, actually, no, hold on just a second. Um, smoke back official actually says this, uh, regarding our conversation. He says, that's a, that's the tricky part with triple A. It's high stakes when you when when you delay, uh, and does a lot of damage in terms of gamer confidence. Mm-hmm. And I and, and again, that's a fantastic point. I definitely think he's on to something. And again, I just want people to understand, uh, I'm not going out of my way to dump on Microsoft. I have friends at Microsoft. Uh, Joe probably has friends at Microsoft. <laughs> that that's not All what we're here. we yeah, yeah, we're we're not here to do that. We are here to have an intelligent adult conversation that uh, a big announcement was uh, a was delay of two, not one, but two games. And one of which, again, Redfall may not be the highest and the biggest delay because it's a new IP. And a lot of people, you know, we know what, what that team has done. They've done Deathloop. They've, they, you know, they, 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 they've done... A, their last four games are all bo- AAA bombs. Mm-hmm. and they, And they've done one after another. So obviously... Good bombs, right? Yeah, and good bombs, not bad <laughs> bombs. Say, I'm glad, thank you for correcting me. Um, they've been amazing games. They've all been highly rated meta. Yeah. They've been uh, critically and commercially successful. So a delay for Red 4, you're like, well, they kind of, you know, the Austin team, they know what they're doing. They have four amazing games under their belt. So you know what? We don't know what Red 4 really is because it's not – it's supposed to be this big open world four-player co-op thing. So it's it's a it's, it says that it's their biggest game yet. Okay, so we sit back on our hands and I'm like, yeah, you know what? We'll get it when we get it next year. Though it is the star field that hurts more, and mm-hmm. I say that because in the last couple of weeks, what have we seen? We've seen these dev docs. They showed the robot. This is going to be one of your, you know, your buddies that's that's with you. We just saw last week they showed uh, the uh, um, the the producer that scored the music. You're like, wow, this is going to have an epic score. This is going to be on the level of potentially uh, Star Wars, right? It's going to be that kind of an epic, uh, you know, tr- uh, you know, a, a bunch of music. So we're seeing these dev docs and you're thinking, wow, everything's good over here, right? Everything is. Everything <laughs> seems to be, you know, working because, hey, they're showing dev docs. So 11, 11, 22, we're good. Yeah. And uh, the other thing those um as we know and it was said on the show before Todd Howard has never missed a date. Oh, like no. if that dude gets out <laughs> and he says this is the date, well guess what? That's the freaking date. And that's not in fact the case. So that's fine, you know, it 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 is uh it is what it is, you know, again, yeah. I would rather them what we don't want, Joe. And I and I want to get your opinion on this is you said that the team potentially and again you're you're, you're just assuming because you, do, you yeah. don't work with bethesda but as a developer you can relate yeah. it's probably sitting back in your chair and they're like you know i'm sad for the people but i'm happy for us because now we can turn around and we're not rushing to put a game. we've been screaming because we've seen this happen what, mm-hmm. what what happened folks let me just let me just pause for a hot second look what happened with battlefield 2042 That is a freaking mess. That was supposed to be the return of the prodigal son known as Battlefield. And the developers were yelling Mm -hmm. at EA, please, for the love of of the gaming gods, let us delay this. And they were like, no, you got to get it done. And look what happened. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's a mess. Yeah, it's bad. it's, It's just a mess. Well, you know, Jason Schreier, who everyone knows my opinion on that man and i and i'm being i'm being polite cuz joe's here if i was by myself <laughs> i'd probably be cursing um he posted something this morning and i he's i'm blocked so i can't read it but a uh, uh, good friend of uh, of the community um everborn saga read me his quote it's pr- apparently he's not blocked which is uh you know again i'm jason blocks everybody cuz he's a coward but with that said um he uh He said something to the effect that he had uh, inside connections, which we know he does. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he spoke with, uh, supposedly, again, this is his opinion, he could be lying, but he said that he spoke with people within Bethesda and they equated the development of Starfield to, um, what do you call it, Uh, cyberpunk. They basically said it was a cyberpunk uh, situation. That's not good, folks. That's that's definitely, (laughs) definitely not good um and we don't want that you know you don't you don't want uh the, the the first new ip in a decade from todd howard and then the very talented team at bethesda to turn around mm-hmm. and release a cyberpunk level situation right that that's 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 bad news um joe i i i, I just i really want to get your your detailed opinion on uh you know what, what 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 did a game as big as starfield do for the development community Mental, you know you know like Seeing how that was supposed to be, I mean, listen, let's call a spade a spade here, Joe. CD Projekt Red—they're the darlings of the industry. They were, you know what yeah. I'm saying? No, <laughs> uh, no one had a bad thing to say about them, and and then Cyberpunk happened, and they kind of they kind of were like the redheaded stepchild, so to speak. No offense, to anyone that has red hair, but I'm just saying that's you know that's how they were made to feel, and you know. It was because the game came out, and a lot of people – like my brother played it. And he he play, He got every ending, and he had no problems. He had a, a couple of hiccups, but for the most part, he loved it. Um, yeah, yeah. Does a game as big as, uh, as uh, Cyberpunk uh, – and now you're hearing that, you know, it, it, according to Jason Schreier, who is an industry insider – Um, say that there were people within Bethesda saying that, yeah, this could potentially be a Starfield, uh, Starfield could be a a cyberpunk situation. Does that make you, uh, you know, uh, uh, agree or disagree with, with the delay?
1: I mean, you know, I think um, totally looking at it objectively, you know, we've seen extremely little from the game. Right, It's coming out in, you know, shortly. Um, I think that's always a bad sign with games, you know, like, if everything is good, there's tons of content to show. There's no reason that they're not putting out a trailer a month, almost. I mean, that's maybe a little silly, but like, no, no, but you're sh- making a lot of sense. You you said something pretty interesting. No, yeah. we don't know what the game looks
0: like because we haven't. They haven't shown it to us.
1: Yeah, we saw this the the maybe game. I think it was like in engine rendered, but not like yeah. live um, at E3 or whatever show that was that we saw that um, months and months ago now. Yeah. You know, there's no, there's no reason to not be seeing this game and especially a game like this, which is hundreds of hours long, potentially. Right. If we're following the way that they've built these games in the past and it's a, it's a really bad sign. I think just in general, like it's, it's obviously we don't have information, so we can't say for sure, but I just, I just never understand the lack of sharing game stuff when we're, when, especially a game of this caliber and this size. There's no reason to not just be constantly shown cool new footage. And we'll still only see the sliv- the smallest sliver of what the game has to offer if it's this big, you know? Um, and so that's just like, it's definitely a reason to not get overly excited until we see stuff. And see like, this is the game I'm actually excited for, you know? It's so easy. We can't be fooled by these cinematics all the time. And it's been happening for 20 years and we still get, we still buy into it, you know, and it's, and I understand why, and it's part of why they make those things. And, you know, you wanna get excited about it, but uh, it's it's troubling that they don't show footage and it's troubling now that there's a delay on top of that. And so you, you kind of like, there's two points against them for the most part. Um, and it's not that the game's gonna be bad or we should be mad at them. We should be mad at the people who set a release date yeah. in the first place and probably didn't have like buy off from the studio or, or at least the developers to say, like, is this reasonable? They just said, well, we have to release at this time. So we're setting a date. And then when it comes to it and they can't make it, they go, well, fine, I guess we'll delay. Um, and so, you know, they need to be more conscious of release dates, realistic release dates, or just don't say for a while, like it's not going to hurt Starfield to have not announced a release date until today where they release this now mid next year release date or something right Yeah.
0: um
1: it's troubling though I you know and it's I think like um avowed is similar right I don't know anything about the development of Avowed at all but all we've seen and this is like a year and a half ago two years ago now yeah maybe is the a, a CG trailer And I know people are excited about it, but we have absolutely no clue what that game is. Yeah. Right. And so until then, you should just pretend it doesn't exist until you see some gameplay. I mean, it's it's you want to be excited about this stuff and you want it, you want to be excited for Xbox because these are theoretically these huge Xbox titles, but I think we have to we have to start remembering like how often that that doesn't work out for us as as consumers, right? And we're only like buying into the studios and the and the the corporations, if you will, by like letting them get us excited about something that doesn't exist yet. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, I, it's I, not I,
1: fun, but it's you know it's reality. No, like, it is perfect dark, right? You know, they made that huge announcement. They called it a quadruple A game. Yep. And then, like the studios, got, like thirty people. Then they're working with. Some they're gonna add a studio to help them out, and then a bunch of people are leaving, and it's like, okay, who knows what that game is? Like, there's no way to know.
0: Yeah, it, it, the 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 initiative situation, um it, it was poor again, Not poor optics. Yeah, uh, poor optics. this year my, Microsoft. I, I will say this: Microsoft, for the most part, has been hitting on all cylinders when it comes mm-hmm. to messaging. They're yeah, really, yeah. they've been doing a really good job of getting players excited for the brand, getting players to subscribe to Xbox Game Pass, to buy the consoles. Mm -hmm. They've been doing a great job. There's been a couple of big ones, uh, pretty big uh, negative stories. The one that you're talking about in particular uh, is is one, for sure. Mm -hmm. The initiative situation where uh, I I felt from the beginning it was too many chefs uh, in in, in a kitchen that needed a bunch of, of cooks. Yeah. Uh, and having the one chef the sous chef and then you obviously have everyone <laughs> that works with them this was a lot of really big high quality very expensive talent that ran studios on their own coming together to sit around a table and say okay who's in charge who's making these calls and when the calls weren't being made correctly this is what people were like well this is not what i signed on for i thought i was going to be a studio head and i'm taking you know uh you know orders from you know joe down the block who's joe down the block but you know and and but again this I, i'm all about optics and uh like i've said it on the other show i give sony the business when they deserve it i give uh, uh nintendo the business when they deserve it and when Microsoft makes a bit of a boo-boo. I would be remiss to to do the same and I would be not 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 someone what I would tune into or even subscribe to if I didn't give you the honest opinion on the situation. And the honest opinion is that uh, this is a bad look. Um, I did not like the way it was uh, uh, you know, sold back to the fans as hey listen, we have a delay. I think it could have been done much better uh, i i i equated that and i don't know if you saw it a couple of weeks ago Corey barlog who is one of the heads of studio for sony santa monica put out a video It's a couple of minutes long but you know what was important about the video it was human it was real the human element was there he was out there and said hey folks listen cory barlog here director of 2018 god of war we know that we have been keeping silent We know that we haven't shown anything and we really want to, but the game isn't ready to be shown. And I promise you, I promise you that when it's ready, you are all going to be blown away with what we are going to deliver. And he's not the running, the running God of War Ragnarok. That's someone else, but he's the, but he's still the face of the studio, right? Everyone knows who Corey is great dude talks to the community. And he got out there, and he was front facing, and he said, "Hey, listen, this is what's going on. I think that you know, in the last couple of days, you know, we had uh, uh you know, friend of the community, friend, pretty much of anyone. Um, Aaron Greenberg. He's just, you know, he does what yeah. Aaron does. He takes pictures. He's at a dinner. He's smiling. <laughs> you know, who's not? Who who can't love that dude, right? Yeah. And." You know, you had all Bethesda, you had all the big all the big wigs from Microsoft there at this, this gathering. And I'm assuming, and again, I, I don't want to make an ass out of you and me, Joe, but I'm assuming that that is where they made this very, very tough decision. With that said, now that you have everyone surrounding you, what does it take for Microsoft to get a camera crew in there, do a quick video and put it out there and let Todd Howard get out there and speak to us again we're consumers i'm a podcaster but i'm still a games fan you know what i'm saying what are yeah. your thoughts on that joe
1: yeah i think you know the the Corey example for god of war is probably the best one there is and it i mean totally gets you everything you need right you're yeah. adding a human element of course it's not great to just get a you know a, a doc that tells you what the new the new date is or whatever for a game it def- definitely feels like uh you know, a quick solution to a, like a, a greater publicity problem. Uh, so yeah, I, I think there's there's no reason that they don't quickly record something. You know, yeah. they could do it in a closet. Like it doesn't matter. It would be so much better uh, to hear someone talk. You know, and, and it can they could literally read that statement for the most part. But it's it's definitely nicer and adds a touch. I think the only the only negative to it is you're kind of like throwing those people under the bus a little bit, which is why if Todd Howard does it or Phil or something, like it's totally fine. But having, you know, anybody below that having a student or above, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It'll it can feel like you're kinda of getting thrown to the wolves a little bit, but not that we not that people jump on, on them for the most part, but you hope not at least. But um, yeah. Well, look. Let me, uh, Doctor
0: Dingelnut, ask who has the pet woodpecker. I, I did hear a tapping. I, it's not on this end. Uh, you know, I thought it might have been like a key that would have been uh, pressed down. Do uh, you have anything that's uh, maybe a keyboard is is pressed?
1: uh i don't think so i'm trying to keep muting and unmuting myself okay all because. right so
0: yeah it's fine that's fine if it, it, it may be work in the background listen folks this is this is a podcast this is real life I, i'm in the corner of my apartment joe is in his home yeah we're not in a studio so you 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 might hear some stuff uh hopefully you're in, still enjoying the content uh, enough to hang around uh Joe, I I, I do want to move on for the last twenty minutes. Again, folks, this is not meant to be uh, you know, a two hour podcast. It's just me and Joe were talking. Uh we, I had a whole other show written that we were gonna get into, and fortunately that got scrapped because we, you know, you want to talk about the hot the hot newness, which is this this terrible delay. I I do wanna move um our eyes, Joe, to the show which is thirty days away. Um there were a lot of people in the chat before that said that their hype for Starfield and Red and Redfall were now diminished because of this news. Uh, Kay Asante, who's a good friend of the program, uh, says that he kind of feels that this might be the prelude to some potentially big news that they're saving for uh, you know their e3 or their Xbox Bethesda event because obviously they get the bad news out of the way. They come in, they they blow us away uh, with this you know 11 out of t- uh, 11 out of 10 show. They show all this new gameplay. Um, for you personally, do, do you feel that that this bad news was dropped specifically to kind of just get it out of the way so they could go and uh, do this big show. And do you feel that this this announcement is going to kind of maybe is is it going to detract from them showing potentially gameplay of both of these titles?
1: Um yeah, you know, I think they definitely would have announced it ahead on purpose. You know, there, there's no reason to wait and then they're getting the bad news out of the way so the focus of the show can be positive cuz you know, you can put it you can put together a 2 hour amazing show and if you say oh we're canceling starfield or something all anybody's going to talk about is that right and so you're you're definitely they're trying to get this out of the way it would be my guess i mean it it totally makes sense to let the cycle be about it for today you know middle of the week and get on with the with the good stuff um it will definitely detract from you know you see a trailer like if we see a, a full gameplay starfield trailer i think it will It it actually might be better because now you've you like you know they've delayed it so you're worried about the game and if they show an amazing trailer then you go okay no everything's looking really good they just need more time to finish right Um, so the the hope would definitely be that we see a good uh, we should see trailers from both of those games actual gameplay trailers and then that that would be the way to say like no these games are doing well we just need to finish them Um, yeah if they hide it that's definitely a scary thing it would be it would be way worse like if if they don't show either of them then you everyone should basically throw those games out of their mind until there's a reason to care about them would be my sort of (laughs) pro-consumer no 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 You, you, you 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 know it's funny because there were
0: some there was some talk in the last chat that was uh uh, pretty, pretty, you know, pretty thought-provoking for sure. Uh, with uh, some people were suggesting, what if the uh, they don't show these games? What what if we don't see Starfield? You know, and we don't see Redfall? Uh, how big of a blow is it? I, I I think it's a monster blow if we don't see these games. Listen, if you if you turn around and you show some killer gameplay from both of these. And you're like, and you walk away, and you're like, yeah, that gameplay looked incredible. They they actually need more time for that. Okay, you know what? It's 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 not so bad. I'm I'm willing to wait because I I saw. And actually, uh, K. Asante had said something pretty interesting that why didn't they wait for this delay announcement until after they shown us gameplay of both of these games? Because then then at least with our own eyes. We could turn around and say, Wow, that was incredible. Damn, I'm disappointed, but at least I know what it looks like. Now now they're doing it thirty days before the show. And I think it does kind of really take the balloon the air out of the balloon, so to speak.
1: I I um it's not a terrible idea, but I think what you you sort of open the gates for more disappointment in a way, potentially Mm -hmm. like you know, people will see it. So say it doesn't show super well, and then they delay it, then everybody's going to have this really big angry moment. Like and what that would happen kind of, with, uh, with Halo Infinite, yeah. right? Yeah, good point. I think it would be better if Halo said, hey, we're going to show you something. It's not done. We're actually, we're already preparing for a delay, um, but we still want to show you because we're really excited about it, but it's going to keep getting better, right? And then you show that and you go, okay, cool. They're working on it and they've got a year more. Awesome. That that trailer, that, that reveal, that like gameplay reveal, for halo is so much different if they said it was delayed ahead of time i think
0: okay would we
1: have craig i don't know
0: <laughs> you know it's I, I, listen i i still I, i'm still hoping that craig comes back and has well, his yeah. own his own side story i think that would be awesome pretty to to, to to kind of bring that into fruition yeah. I, would, I would really like that <laughs> um so here's my question to you, Joe. Uh, and again, we're 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 15 minutes from the end of the show. I want to thank everybody that's here. We have over 250 people here. Uh, I hope I hope that uh, Joe provided uh, some incredible insight. And I think he did regarding uh, the 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 mindset of a developer and how dejecting, uh, but also uh, comforting a delay could be, especially if you have you know you have they put the folks again they're they're human beings they're they're gamers. They play games as much as we do, but they make it. They make experiences. So I would imagine that it's both dejecting of a delay, but also very exciting that they're not rushing to put out a product they know potentially fail. So my, my last question for you, Joe, is. Now, what like like, what, like now now, what does Microsoft do to fill this void you know what this is this is obviously we had no originally um redfall was slated for summer right that and, and we kind of been hearing some rumblings the last couple of weeks that it might be held off until december uh and then we're like well you know if it's going to hold be held off to december it's likely going to be delayed so a lot of people were not really too surprised with with redfall as opposed to starfield now the starfield is the pinnacle of microsoft's releases for 2022 and now that's a that's a void that needs to be filled by something we don't know what microsoft is going to do we don't know if motorsport is releasing now now we've been hearing and again i've been banging this drum right along with boxenberger we think that um uh, wolfenstein 3 could potentially be closer to being released than than we think because they haven't really talked about it. We know it's been in development, and that could be that's a that's a big first party. Cash Wolfenstein is a is a big IP. Uh, Compulsion Games is an IP uh, is is a developer that has been working on this new this new game that has been you know it again this is just rumors but it's been considered a Bioshock meets Uncharted with like a fantasy setting that sounds freaking awesome to me. Sounds is good. that is that game? Ready to go? I, I I honestly don't know. I know that their slated twenty twenty three is just packed mm-hmm. with games. It's it's so many games. I don't know if they're going to be able to actually release all of the <laughs> games. Um, but they have to fill the void. Um, it, do you think that 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 filling of the void comes from first party? Because I would imagine that you know Mike uh, Phil Spencer gets in front of the the the, the twenty one other studios and says, "Listen, Austin." And Bethesda, they're not going to be able to d- deliver these two games, and it's going to hurt us. We know it's going to hurt us. It's going to hurt us in the minds and hearts of gamers, and it's going to hurt us in the in the media because the media is going to run crazy with this. There's 21 studios, guys, gals. What do we got? What's what's close? You know, can can you guys uh, get it out? For, is is that is that a conversation that's potentially happening right now, Joe? I mean, again, hypothetically, because yeah. you know
1: i i would be pretty surprised i think the only the only way that they would like move a game to fill this void is if the game was already within like a month of release or something okay and they, like if wolfenstein that we don't know was releasing in january and they were like oh we're already done the chances of that are so low so i think we'll, if anything what we'll see if we do see like a game that gets announced uh, in june and it's like for that window it will have already been set for that they just hadn't announced it i like you you know you'd be you'd be saying like this studio can take their time to finish but can you guys hurry up yeah finish to fill it up and and start crunching like tomorrow (laughs) and you know what i mean so um, it's like it's just not realistic right and and unless the game was already right within that window and they just want to shuffle it you know weeks or days to fit and to kind of hit the prime spot that starfield probably held um it's not realistic i don't think um, but, you know, I think, you know, and in indie, Indie's in the in the chat and he'll love this. Halo, or Xbox is releasing tons of games constantly and they're just indie games. And they're on Game Pass, which you talked about early. Like there is a nonstop flux of games. And I think it would be great if they focused on that a little bit and reminded people that like those are games too. And yes. they, they can have as much or more fun on these fun, quirky games than they will have necessarily on these behemoth, games that are destined to have trouble sometimes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, no. I mean, well, the the one thing that uh, we've seen in the last couple of years uh, and obviously you can attest to this because you are part of that indie development uh, community uh, is that they have embraced them with open arms. I mean, we've seen some of the biggest indie games in the last couple of years released directly onto Xbox game pass, which is a (laughs) huge boost for uh, for uh, these the, these games that unfortunately sometimes get really get overlooked because of the big trip you know the big baby it's not triple yeah. A it's not for me I, I I that's not how I am I, I play everything I, I love gaming and a game whether it has an A or, uh, or 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 an I for indie next to it it's it's all the same for me that's not for everyone but I, I think you're onto something I think that they could um, certainly. Um, you know, do a little bit more uh promoting for some of the smaller games that are going to be big, mm-hmm. uh, on account of some of their games, their big games not hitting this year because of the delay bug. And, and folks, let's let's understand this. Um, this is not the first games that are being delayed in 2022, it, it's a thing, it's an actual yeah. real thing that 2022 has seen. I mean, Suicide Squad by uh Rocksteady, that game has been in development for my God, five, six years, maybe even seven, and it got delayed again. You know what I'm saying? So 12. you know that that that's life. And and I'm not, again, I'm not going to make an excuse for Microsoft on this, but again, COVID is a thing. Uh, getting people in the same office is scary. I wouldn't take my mask off. My my poor wife goes uh, leaves the house with a mask on, and it doesn't come off. And she works she works uh, in in a senior recreation uh, place where she's you know serving the senior community um and she's the assistant director there and she don't she don't she don't sometimes you don't drink a a sip of water because she's afraid to take the mask off so that that's a that's a that's a actual reality in something that has nothing to do with gaming so just imagine if you're in this big studio you know uh you know you're worried about bringing that home to your family what's more important you know working from home or uh or your family's well-being. I, I, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'd rather work from home and, and make sure that my family's okay. So again, I'm not I'm not making excuses for the delay. I'm I'm incredibly disappointed, but I just I, I just hope that they have a counterpunch for this. They've been doing yeah. so well that uh, I am gonna say I, I I'm gonna say something a little. Again, we you know this is this is gonna come off as a little uh, um, salty, but I want to get your opinion on this. You see, this is. This is an opportunity, Joe, for Sony to turn around and go for the juggler. And, and I say that because they could easily go and do something, which Sony has done before. They're notorious for being for taking advantages of Microsoft's sh- shortcomings with things. And this is how you share games is a very famous one, which is just dumb. But they, they took it and they won a generation on it. If God of War is close to being released and they're not going to put people in crunch mode and have working 18 hours a day and not seeing their families, do you think uh, Sony takes this opportunity? This is a bit of a fumble. I'm sorry to say that's what it is, what it is. Uh, and actually make an announcement today, maybe even later today, that, hey, God of War is coming out on 11, 11, 22. You know, they, they really go and they they use this momentum of of because everyone's disappointed. Everyone is disappointed. I again, it it, it is what it is. A big, two big games. Do you think they take they potentially do what Sony does and take advantage of this?
1: <laughs> that would be pretty rude. It would be rude. <laughs> it, 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 and Sony is notorious for that. That's why. I, yeah, them. they are. Um, You know, I don't know. I you know they might play some cheeky thing, but yeah. I mean, God of War just delayed like a month ago, right? Like officially, with yeah. the Corey's statement. So yeah. for them to come in then and say, hey, guys, <laughs> we found our new date for God of War would be just so ridiculous because, you know, they're like doing the same thing. And um, so I don't I, know. Have, I,
0: think... I have a strong suspicion that God of War is 2023, not because I don't think because, uh, again, Corey's not the director of that game. He's, yeah. he's not. He's, he's doing something else. You know, he's working on an unannounced project, so he's working hard on that. It's another yeah. director that took over for that. Uh, a lot of people don't realize this, but the 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 emotion cap, the mocap actor uh who is who who does Kratos, which is just incredible mm-hmm. uh had three massive surgeries last year that oh, wow. I mean, he came out and said it's my fault the game is delayed and Sony was nice enough to wait for me to return, which uh, again, awesome. he, put, he put he put all the blame on his shoulders so i I, I with with the way things are i I still think that you know it, it's going to be next year, and in fact, that's the case. Man, this is going to be a very barren holiday season. Yeah. Um. But uh, listen, it, Joe, it yeah. has been great to sit down for, with you for about sixty minutes to get your insight from a developer's point of view. I definitely appreciate it. Uh, I want you to sell your brand, brother. I, you got to tell people about uh, about Song of Iron. I want people to go and check out this game uh my indie game of the year for sure last year and i, I know it's but oh you're just biased no it's it's was really that good um uh and also where people want to reach out to you and potentially strike up a conversation joe where could they do that
1: yeah um you can find me at song of iron on twitter it's my most active social media platform right now um i'm to always happy to answer questions and chat with people about games or whatever it might be or or some game devs hit me up a lot um Song of Iron was my first solo project, my first indie game. I released it in August of last year, and um, I'm really happy with how it did. I'm really excited about the future because, you know, it was such a learning experience. I've been in the games for so long, but it was the first time I had done a ton of that stuff. So uh, I really appreciate all the time you've, you know, given me with it, uh, you know, here on the show and stuff. And um, I'm working on my next project right now, which I'm going to be talking about pretty soon. So I'm really excited about that
0: can't wait man. I'm dying
1: to talk about it but I need to wait a little longer um I'm not giving any release dates, so don't worry I won't be, <laughs> I won't be delaying uh or anything but uh I'm I'm absolutely dying to show off I think uh people will be really excited so but yeah, check out Song of Iron uh, if you're up for it. And uh, yeah, it's been great to be on the show as always.
0: Now, now just uh, just people, wh- wh- what platforms is available on currently? It's on
1: Xbox and PC through Steam. Yes, it's, nice, uh, excellent it's on the platforms. Yeah, excellent. Well, listen, folks, thank you so much for being here. Hopefully, you enjoyed the
0: conversation. Hopefully, we were able to give you an insight to um uh you know what a developer's mental psyche is during these 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 conversations and and these delays uh again it's, the shows a little less than an hour today i again i had wrote, written a whole other show and, and it just it's it, if i tried to talk about what happened today it would have not translated well into the original <laughs> written show it just it wouldn't have made no sense so i i apologize this is this is kind of like a quick hit 50 52 minutes a uh, little little less than an hour but needless to say uh, i hope that you did enjoy the conversation hopefully that you know uh, the, the, the 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 insight that joe was able to provide again especially from a developer's point of view was insightful i thought it was fantastic to know some of the things that he talked about and of course i'm going to close out today's show with something that is important to me folks hopefully one day it'll be important to you that's something that my dad told me with we kids and he said craig treat others how you want to be treated. Also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, and I can guarantee you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of X Vlog Live.